Greetings, this is Terry at Cottage in the Court. So, how's all this uh, unintentional pausing working out for you? I'll be honest with you. I am about 80% okay, but there's that 20% of me that is truly missing interacting with people face-to-face, touching people, hugging people. And I know that this just may be somewhat of our new normal, but I really hope not. I'm praying that there will come a day when we will all be able to move about freely. But in the meantime, we have no other option but to embrace our new existence. So I wanted to share someone with you today and share a few thoughts as well. First of all, if you all of a sudden have a hanger in the garden, please pause. Think about it. The urge to want to grow everything that you eat now, it's a good urge, but I'm erring on the side of caution because some people are busy. And now that you have this downtime or half downtime, you've reclaimed the time that you would normally commute. All of a sudden you want a garden. Well, there's two thoughts on this. Number one, it came to my attention this week that two major seed companies have had to pause sending out orders. They can't keep up. And it made me wonder, wait a minute, all these people buying seeds, seed packets have 50 to 100 seeds sometimes. Are you really going to use all those seeds? Please, please, please consider your time for when we do return to normal. Are you going to fail at growing all those vegetables or is it going to continue to be a pastime that you are passionate about? and that you will embrace because of the rewards of eating what you've grown. Remember, somebody else needs seeds. Somebody else cannot afford to buy seeds. Consider sharing some seeds with your neighbor, donating them to a community garden, donating them to maybe even the agricultural centers, um, your master gardeners, Why not? We'll redistribute them. We will make sure that they get into the hands of the needy. Second of all, there's a smart way to garden if you're going to do it. The victory garden craze is running fast and furious. Yes, you can incorporate edibles into your ornamentals. I do it all the time. However, there's also something called square foot gardening. I want to introduce you to a friend of mine, Kim Roman. She's a certified square foot gardening instructor. And my, does she have a story to tell? And she's even holding classes online and they're at a nominal cost. So if you're really thinking about gardening, pay attention to this interview and learn a little something from Kim and perhaps even sign up for one of her classes online. Let's meet Kim now.
Greetings, this is Terry with Cottage in the Court, and my special guest today is Kim Roman. Kim has been a square foot gardening certified instructor since 2010. She has uh, mentored, she was mentored by the well-known author and creator of the square foot gardening method, Mel Bartholomew. That has got to be a pleasure. And her passion is to help at-risk youth, the homeless, veterans, and those in food deserts become more self-sufficient through gardening. But Kim also has another side. So please join me in welcoming Kim. Kim, how you doing? I'm doing great. Boy, you made me sound multifaceted there. <laughs> <laughs> because as women, we all have many sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so first of all, tell me about your journey into the square foot gardening thing. And then we're going to talk about joy. Okay. So I actually learned about the square foot gardening method in the late 1980s. And I can't even figure out why I got the book in the first place because I was living on a military installation and they wouldn't let us allow us to have a garden. So <laughs> then I moved to Maryland in uh, 1989 and the commander there said, sure, you guys can get together and start a community garden. So that's how I started uh, uh, square foot gardening. Huh. And how did you meet Mel? Well, that's a little bit longer down the road. Uh, I, I knew that the square foot gardening method was awesome because all the the experienced gardeners around me in the community garden were watching what I was doing and, you know, started imitating what I was doing or asking me about it. And every time I lent them a book, it never got returned. <laughs> so we all know that that's a good book if it doesn't get returned. Even my father-in-law stole one of my books, so <laughs> I forgave him. But anyway, then in... 2005 or 2007, I can't remember, uh, Mel came up with the all new square foot gardening method. And I'm, I'm like looking at it and flipping through it in a bookstore. And I said, Oh, well, this is good enough. The original method is good enough for me. And we moved to Germany in 19 or sorry, the second time Germany to uh, 2007. And when we moved, I said, well, might as well try this new method. And then I wanted to kick myself because it was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> so much easier. I mean, the, the original method was easy, but this was like super easy. Mm -hmm. So I found out that there was a home study course for, for the certification, uh, certified instructors. And I took that. But the only thing I did not complete was sending in a video because, you know, in Germany back then, I, all I had was a flip phone and, you know, no capability to video. Mm -hmm. So when we came back to the States, I heard about a three-day symposium in Eden, Utah, and Mel was going to be teaching it. That was, had to have been exciting, that's oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Oh, three days? Three they days. covered everything nuts and bolts, huh? They did. They even, you know, held your hand uh, describing to you what you were going to need to, if you wanted to start your own square foot gardening business. Hmm. Hmm. Did you meet a lot of people 
East Coast, West Coast, international? What yeah. types of people were there? East and West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I've got friends now from um, Washington State, and I'm in Maryland. So, yeah, and everywhere wow. in between. Wow. So you became a certified instructor, and then what? So then, luckily, when I checked in at the lodge in Utah, the lady at the front desk said, oh, do you know the other gentleman from Glen Burnie, Maryland? And I'm like, what? what? So it turned out another student lived just five miles or five minutes from me. Mm. <laughs> so that was something and he had had a business before so he knew how to start one mm-hmm. which is a skill I did not have so I, I may never have done it if not for him wow so did you all become partners we did for a little while then um, he had some medical issues and had to step away from the business but um, I'm so inter- eternally grateful to him because i Again, I probably wouldn't have started one. Right, right. He kind of showed you the ropes and yes. uh, helped you gain a little confidence, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, I call those people the angels in our lives. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So do you square for garden at home now? Have you shared it with your community? What are you doing with that skill set now? My goodness, I have taught at several homeless shelters, halfway houses. Um, I start helped a an at-risk youth group start a small community garden and um, you know tons of things like that I even in 2018 I went over to Kenya and got to teach a square foot gardening and a composting class oh wow yeah. to Kenya Kenya yeah oh my goodness that had to have been really really interesting it was awesome I have wanted now I'm gonna I'm gonna be telling my age, but I have wanted to go to Kenya since I was about eight years old. And they used to have the uh, one TV show, um, Jambo, or Doctari came first, Doctari. Uh And that was a spinoff of Clarence the Cross-Eyed Lion movie. (laughs) And then it spun off um, Jambo, which was like the uh, Wild Kingdom show. Yeah. So I have wanted to go to Kenya since I was eight, and it only took 50 years for me to get there. (laughs) But you made it. I made it. (laughs) Was it everything you thought it would be and more or what? It was more. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I knew, you know, I've been fortunate in the military. I've seen poverty. And so some of the others that joined the, the, it was a mission trip for my church Mm -hmm. and some of them were, you know, like stunned with it. And it, it is unfortunately something I have seen before. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, but they don't have a lot of material things, but what they have in their heart is extreme joy and extreme gratitude. Mm -hmm. So in ways they are richer than us wow wow have you kept up friendships there or were you Um, allowed to do that not a lot actually we were told not to um you know to run it through the pastor or run Mm -hmm. it through the american missionary Mm -hmm. and unfortunately he's on sabbatical back in the states for um for a couple of years so i he doesn't even 
know what's been going on with the garden. Oh, wow. But at least you went over there and got them started. Yes. Okay. Okay. And what about here in the States? Have you gotten one started that you've been able to follow to see how they're doing with it? Well, right now with, uh, with all that's going on, I'm not sure if the, if the at-risk youth group, that's, that's just about 10, 15 minutes from my house. And I don't think that they're able to keep up with it right now, but Mm -hmm. they had a fall garden. So I know they have the skills. And in their fall garden, um, were they able able to eat the harvest? Yeah, this is, yes. And they're very fortunate. Uh, The pastor that runs this group, she is amazing and her staff is amazing. She's got um, a guy who is a chef and he comes and he teaches them how to cook the vegetables and everything. They've got the health department, Maryland Health Department uh, on board and they come and teach classes in nutrition and I do a lot of fun activities with the kid. And as a matter of fact, the ladies from the health department are the ones that I turned the program over to. Oh, nice. So that means that they can, they know how to do it. They've practiced it and they can share it with other communities in Maryland um, and nearby. Right. It can be duplicated. That's not, that, that is awesome, Kim. It is. That's what you call giving back to your community. You know, I was going to say, Mel asked us, if you're going to make money from Square Foot Gardening, please give back to your communities and throughout the world. Mm. Mm. That's generational thought. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times people will take the knowledge mm. and hold it close Mm-mm. and they don't want to share it or they don't want to share all of it. And oh. this is something <laughs> that can totally sustain a community. Yes, which we're going to need. We need it, and we needed it in the past. We need it now as well. We sure so, do. What, how are you teaching any classes online to share this even further? Yes, as a matter of fact, with the with the COVID epidemic, we had to stop. I lost all of my speaking and teaching engagements. You know, at the, I teach at the community college, and uh, you know, a ton. I have a ton. My dance card is full, as they say. <laughs> So uh, it was a little hard, you know, of course, losing the income too. But then uh, about a year ago, I had already planned on doing online courses anyway. Mm -hmm. So I just, it just was the kick in the butt I needed to to actually implement it. Mm -hmm. And so what classes are you teaching online? So I've got uh, three classes that I've taught. Well, two classes I've taught and one I'm teaching on the 25th is a new one. I'm doing Square Foot Gardening 101, which is the basics of Square Foot Gardening. I'm doing a Small Veggie plus Microgreens class, which which introduces several different small space methods. And it will allow people to find out find what's out there and choose the method or methods that's right for them. Hmm. And then upcoming, uh, the first 201 class, and it kind of, it could be any, it could be the square foot gardening, it could be any of the small veggie methods that I teach. And it teaches people how to extend their growing season, protect their crops from pests and critters in the weather, and do vertical gardening, 
planning to maximize their garden, things like that. And all of those are going to spin off larger um, recorded classes. Like there's going to be a whole thing on uh, vertical gardening and a whole thing on adaptive gardening and things like that. Mm -hmm. Square Foot Gardening has certainly grown over the years, hasn't it? Sure has. Um, Mel's books have sold close to 3 million copies already. Mm -hmm. And for you know, for a garden book, that's like unheard of. It really is. It really is. But you know, I call them throwbacks. It's those throwback books that take us back to basic knowledge mm -hmm. that is useful right now, especially because of the, the interest in gardening at the moment. Absolutely. And Square Foot Gardening is something that is easy, it's basic, and it's not something that you're going to quickly lose interest in. If anything, Correct. your interest is going to grow, yes. which is a great thing that you're doing the 201 class. Absolutely. It's, it's essential. You can't just, you know, teach people up to a certain level and then say, hey, sink or swim. Right, right. So, and about the microgreens, tell me about the microgreens. Well, I'm teaching that there are two different uh, versions of growing microgreens. One is a, a soil-based system and the other is a hydroponic system. And I kind of think that's not a, a misnomer because it's not so much that it's hydroponic. It's you, you use um, some kind of a substrate, a mat or something like that, a, like a thick paper mm -hmm. and... Um, you, then you put the seeds on that. It's ve they're very simple to grow. And what I love about them is some microgreens are up to 40 to 50 times more nutritious than the mature plant itself. Wow. So the nutrition is basically coming directly from the seed. You're just catching it before it's all expended, huh? Absolutely. Mm. I've, I've got microgreens in my kitchen growing my kitchen now. <laughs> yeah. I just did it on a whim because, you know, it's that time of year. You got to grow something. You got to grow something. Yeah. So, so the other side of Kim, we're going to get back to the one of the uh, small uh, square foot gardening, but the other side of Kim. Kim, tell me about Joy. All right. Well, my friend Joy Cortina has recently started a foundation called Life of Joy Foundation, and it is a holistic wellness, mental health approach with an emphasis on suicide prevention. Mm. Fantastic. So needed. And what Joy does, she gets her wellness friends together every week. Uh, someone new comes on and they do kind of a week. So Monday we talked a little bit about um, therapeutic gardening, which is another thing I love to talk about. So therapeutic gardening. T um, tomorrow we're going to practice. And then Friday, I'm going to be giving a talk of 15 minutes on therapeutic gardening. And then I'm going to be doing a tiny mini class on emergency gardening. And it's not to be alarmist. It's to be empowered. Uh -huh. So that's, that's my goal is uh, that I call it emergency to kind of get people's 
attention, but this is how you can start a down and dirty temporary garden right now with the kids because they're home from school now mm-hmm. and um, get them going, at least doing something. Right. Growing a little bit, even if it's a, a pot of, of lettuce in front of a sunny window. Mm-hmm. Which right now, because of this national emergency that we're in, I'm going to use my phrase for it, unintentional pausing. Mm-hmm. People have children at home, teenagers at home, and even though they're, they've been thrown into this position of becoming the instant homeschooler, <laughs> some people just have no clue what to do. So taking one of your courses, is it's the right time because... I'm sure it would fall under a science category. Yes. I, I actually, on purpose, homeschooled my two ADHD sons <laughs> back in the, in the 90s and, and through graduation. Wow. Uh, yes. And, um, but I did it on purpose. So I feel for these parents that have had it thrust upon them without anything. But I do want to go ahead and men- go back on the life of joy just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Friday, we're going to be announcing a class that I'm going to be doing. And it is my, um, it is my small veggie plus microgreen class. Mm-hmm. And what people can do is give a $10 or more donation per household to life of joy and that will get them entry into the class. So I'm, they're getting 100% of the proceeds for this class. And when is this class going to be taught? We have not locked down a date. It will be early next week, either Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. You, can, you can get more information from Life of Joy Foundation, their Facebook page. Or my Facebook page, which is Square Foot Gardening, the number four and the letter U. Okay. And um, so, boy, that, that's really bang for the buck. How much are the classes? All of my classes are just $10, and they're usually an hour to an hour and a half. So for 10 bucks, Yeah. I can learn about what therapeutic gardening and emergency gardening that's friday that's free that's free that's free and then yeah and then the other class is going to be the yeah so the the emergency gardening class if you miss that it's going to be recorded but it's also available pinned to the top of my page on um on my facebook page too so you can always have access to it wow And so for people to sign up, how do they do that? Other than going to your Facebook page, some people don't have Facebook. How else can they sign up? I am assuming that the Life of Joy website might also have information. And I'm trying to pull that up. And while we're looking for that, for your classes, they can reach you by email? They can reach me by email, and that would be as in square foot gardening. So it's S F G Kim Roman at yahoo.com. Okay. And I just found it. It's life of joy foundation.org. Okay, great. Great. Wow. And boy, I'm going to rush over and look at both of those sites as well. Um, I'm familiar with square foot gardening. I did it in Fredericksburg when I lived down there. 
Um, but you know what? It doesn't hurt to take a primer. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. because things change. And when um, did you do that? Gee, I was I lived in Fredericksburg. Oh, eighty-eight. Oh, so it's it's completely different. This is the all new square foot gardening method that I'm teaching. Yeah, that's why. So I thought, okay, yeah, primer, it's not even stuff. it's right. It's it's all new stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is too cool. I'm I'm more of an ornamental gardener now. Yeah, but I have my my veggies and stuff thrown in the mix. Um, but I do that on purpose because I love an abundant garden. Mm -hmm. So, but I also am into collecting my like this morning, my camellia from my garden. And then I noticed the dogwood was blooming. So I'm all over the place, but it's all about gardening and it's all about our earth because our earth is just, it's such a gift. It is. It's such a gift. So what are you growing in your square for garden this year, Kim? Uh, well, I'm so embarrassed to tell you with, with all of this having to, to work 10 hour days now to get a new website up and running and to start the classes, mm -hmm. I have a few things started, but nothing planted in the garden yet, but I'm going to have some purple kale. Hey, you know what I'm, I'm growing? Mm -hmm. I'm growing an Anne Arundel muskmelon. What? And Arundel muskmelon, and the seeds came from uh, Monticello, Thomas Jefferson's place, Monticello. Oh wow! So if you need me to send you some seeds, just let me know. Oh yeah, that would be divine because I'm. Um, I mean, in fact, I've got to reach out to another friend of mine. Um, I understand the Christmas lima bean. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll make sure I get enough seeds and share. Okay. I, from my understanding, this lima bean is tasty, easy to grow, and something that's another need in the garden. So when I get seeds, I'll mail you some as well. Perfect. Um, and we can share and share our results as well. Absolutely. And, and to tell you about that, that melon, I am going to grow it in, a, in square foot gardening, and I'm only going to use two square feet of growing space and because i'm going to grow it vertically for a melon mm -hmm. okay. yeah i i do i do medium-sized pumpkins i've got a, a great photo of my two of my grandchildren with three nice orange pumpkins over their heads <laughs> You weren't scared they'd break off and drop or anything? No? Oh, they're standing in front of them. So, okay, <laughs> no, okay. no. Um, you know what? People, people tell me like when they say, oh, my um, melon was on the ground. I said, you're supposed to go out every day and push on it to see if, if it's ready. And no, you're, and it doesn't even need, uh, you know, small to medium size squash and melons do not even need any kind of support. On wow. as as far as as far as up on the trellis. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm thinking about the weight of a melon, it wouldn't mm -hmm. break off it's mm -mm. because it's there. No, it's too cool. How much you know, time do you oh, have to spend visiting your garden every day? You know, really. It really only about 10 minutes and that's watering. We have no weeds and that's part of the class. We have no weeds in square foot gardening unless it's blown in by the wind. And I would, if I know we're having wind and I know that the grasses or, or weeds are, see, are up to seed, I will throw a blanket or a, a something over them, row cover, sheets, something over my bed so that I don't get more, any weeds. Huh. 
And how big is your bed that you're working with now? So my bed is two feet by 23 feet. So that's um, 46 squares. Wow. Which so it's is like huge. a linear, because two feet's not that wide. No, it's not. It's up against a fence. So it should only be two feet wide. Whereas if you can go all the way around it, it can be up to four feet wide. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I need to sign up for the new class. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've got fences, but um, my square foot gardening would have to be in a special place. Um, but it's a great way to, to demonstrate to others how little space you need for maximum yield. Yes, absolutely. You know, that's a great, great thing. So tell me something about containers. Okay. What do you want to know? Containers are you? What, what, do you, what do you grow in containers? Or do you, do you like growing containers? Or I do. You do? Okay. I do. Um, as a matter of fact, like everybody, when everybody hears about my melons going in just two, two square feet, they're going, I'm going to grow my zucchini like that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That takes nine squares because it's a bush. <laughs> and so I do not put my zucchini in a square foot because I don't want to lose that much ground space. So I put it in a large container. How large? Uh, probably two feet wide. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there are container. Um, Renee's Garden Seeds has a great container zucchini. I love her seeds. Don't you? I do too. Yeah. I do too. I've got some, um, I've got some sweet peas uh, growing up from Renee's Seeds mm -hmm. and my um, Paris carrots. Mm. I love my carrots. <laughs> So do you grow me do you, eat them as a kid? Yeah, do you grow them for juicing or eating? Eating. Okay. I, I, the things that I grow in my garden, um, I do cook my greens, but to be quite honest, a lot of stuff I grow in my garden, it never makes it to the house. Broccoli doesn't, the cauliflower that I've had luck with hasn't. Um, the beets do because I like to, to steam them a little bit. Mm -hmm. Brussels sprouts, I'll steam them, but tomatoes and all, I they, they yeah. pretty much make it from the plant to my mouth. That's it. That And that's the way it should go. I don't think I've ever cooked a, a fresh pea. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> and this year, and or last year, I should say, now I also have a squash arch, and that's a whole other thing that I can't get into right now, but mm -hmm. I had one or 12, I had 48, a line of 48 feet of peas oh my yes that's how much i love them and my grandkids just like zip uh -huh. uh, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's something about um the pea sweet pea tendrils in the south yes. Oh. Mm. yes yeah okay now i'm hungry yeah well, i am Kim, too <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for taking a little bit of time um as garden communicators um, we're going to make use of this time, this unintentional pausing to get to know each other and yeah. to share the word on gardening. You're a garden speaker, so people I'm sure can reach out to you um, to speak on Square Foot Gardening. Yes, absolutely. Um, just reach you through your, your email. Yeah. And once again, that email is sfgkimroman at yahoo.com and my website is sfg the number four the letter u.com 
All right. Well, thank you, Kim. And you have a great evening, okay? Thank you, Terry. Okay. You too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. My, I hope you learned a little something from Kim Roman as she shared uh, her thoughts on square foot gardening and life of joy. To find out more, reach out to Kim at sfgkimroman at yahoo.com. I wanted to share with you something that I wrote this week as I watched my tree peony come to life. In honor of National Poetry Month, let me share these words with you. Up high she stood, patiently absorbing the dew. As the day brightened, the calyx could no longer hold her back. One by one, the petals began to unfurl. Rosy pink ruffles gently set free. Wafting in the air was music, a spring sonnet only she could hear. The song of the earth waking from a winter's nap, the earth orchestra began, signaling it was time for the dance. She was the party starter this year as she unruffled her dress, ruffled and ready for the dance of the season. If you don't have a tree peony in your yard, you might want to consider getting one. In the meantime, get outside wear your mask. I really hate saying that, but wear your mask. Practice social distancing six feet apart. More importantly, understand that when you break the earth to grow something, you're making a commitment to giving back to nature. Till next time, this is Terry Cottage in the Court. Follow me Twitter at Cottage in Court, my Facebook page, Cottage in the Court, Instagram, Cottage in Court, and uh, my website, cottageinthecourt.com. Looking forward to connecting. <laughs>